The Business on RT Radio 1 with AIB. We know that your focus is on your business. That's why ours is on supporting you. This week, the scuffles and protests outside Racket Hall in Ross Cray were all over the news. There's been much discussion about immigration of late. But let's look at some of the facts and figures around immigration and work. How many arriving on these shores are seeking protection and how many are looking for work? To look at the figures, I'm joined by Kira Murphy, Policy Officer at the European Migration Network, uh, Ireland, in the ESRI. You're very welcome, Kira. Recently, a uh, recent ESRI survey showed a 31% increase in immigration compared to last year. How does that compare with the past in Ireland? Yeah, so these are Central Statistics Office figures um, and, yeah, 31% increase from the year before. And what we're seeing is that, you know, that's... The highest it's been since 2007, but it's still not as high as 2007. And quite a bit of that is Ukrainian. So about 42,000 of the 141,000 were Ukrainians. So that's kind of, you know, it is quite dominant, but employment is still the biggest. So we're uh, working off a higher population base now. But it's interesting that that, that level of immigration isn't as, as big as, as the, the Celtic Tiger years before 2007. Absolutely. <clears throat> what about work? How, how many... Uh, people who've come to the country are working here? So according to the Labour Force survey, it's about half a million uh, people are working and kind of work and education remain the dominant reasons for people to come to the country. So if we look at kind of the all valid permits at the end of the at the end of last year, um, this is only for non-EU people because EU people from the EU can come and work freely and they don't need permits. But 40 or sorry, about 27% of those were for employment, about 23 for family and about 22% for education, whereas international protection was just 3%. So really, when we look at the figures, you know, 2022, 2023 is a little bit different because the Ukrainian numbers were quite big, but international protection is, is generally a very small part of the story. So all of those people working over half a million, typically, what jobs are they coming for and what, what kinds of areas of the economy are they working in? So they work in kind of all areas of the economy and, you know, EU workers can work in any area of the economy. Non-EU, it's much more controlled. There's permit system. There are occupation lists that is controlled based on labour market shortages. So basically, they can only work in areas that can't be filled by EU and non-EU uh, and Irish citizens. So really what we see is kind of the health and social work sector really dominant, the IT sector, but also industry, retail, services, um, so kind of across the sectors. And because of the labour market shortages that we've seen recently, um, it's kind of broadened the number of sectors that you can get permits for because people are really struggling to recruit. Yeah, and for those permits for people outside the EU, broadening the criteria, again, what, what kinds of professions is it now open to that maybe it wasn't before? What kinds of jobs? So, uh, you know, there's been quite a few changes to the list. So, I mean, even just back in December, they changed the list and they kind of added professional forester up to kind of butchers and bakers. They were removed from the ineligible occupations list. So, it's a really broad range, but kind of what we saw in the last few years, especially for the critical skills occupation list, is a lot of the health uh, kind of sector um, going onto that list because the, the health sector was really struggling with recruitment. So it's interesting because of the skills shortage and we're looking at work and employment numbers, the capacity of the economy and the needs of the economy to be able to ab absorb and require even more workers, that, that seems to be there. The problems lie elsewhere. 
Yes, absolutely. And I mean, because really, you know, the Department of Enterprise, Trade and Employment does a big consultation and they kind of review these lists every six months. So sectors really need to show that there are widespread shortages to get onto the list for employment permits. So it, so it is clear that there's a lot of kind of capacity in the economy to, to absorb this. And we're talking mainly about immigration. What about emigration? Yeah, so emigration was also up last year, up 14%. But I think one really interesting thing is that often there's a perception that when we talk about emigration, we're talking about Irish nationals. When we talk about immigration, we're talking about foreign nationals. But actually about 30,000 of the immigration figures were Irish nationals. People returning home. People returning home, exactly. And about half of the emigration figures were foreign nationals. So when you look at emigration versus immigration, it's almost zero, kind of 30,000 arriving, 30,000 leaving. Um, So it is just kind of a, a bit of a more interesting story but also kind of the emigration rates are higher than they were in 2007 when we were seeing equivalent immigration rates if and that makes sense. When it comes to emigration then and non-Irish people in the sense of people who've come to Ireland for a few years mm. and then they, they they may go back home they may move on somewhere else how, how big a factor is that? Does that sort of fluctuate a lot depending on what's happening in the economy in their home country uh, depending on jobs here maybe depending on the, the cost of housing here for example? Yeah, I mean, a lot of the a lot of migration in Ireland is actually education as well. And those kind of people will often come for a few years. But also migration tends to be quite a mobile thing. And I think Irish people understand this as well. A lot of Irish people will have family members who've gone abroad for a few years, maybe earn some money and then come back you know, at a certain age, most migrants like generally tend to be between 20 and 45. That's kind of the age that people tend to migrate at. Some people settle permanently, but a lot of a lot of it, um, people do go back after a few years. When it comes to immigration and the countries of origin, mm. what what are what's the ranking there? What are, where are people coming from? Emigration or immigration? Immigration. Immigration. So the best data we have on this is the census, which was, of course, done last year. Um, And uh, the biggest country of origin is still Poland. So, you know, about 25% decrease in Polish between the 2016 and the 2022 census. But it's still the biggest. uh, So about 15% of uh, non-Irish nationals were Polish. The second is the UK. Um, And then the third is Romania, then India, uh, I think Latvia, Brazil, Spain, Um, I think those are kind of the top ones. And recently there was an ESRI review of the National Development Plan Mm -hmm. which looked at the targets for housing, for Mm -hmm. infrastructure and there really appears to be a gap there between the way the population is going, the way the economy is going and the needs of the economy as well versus what's being planned for. You know, I, I, I wasn't an author on the report, but I think it's really important to state that migration and population increase can be an amazing opportunity, but you do need the planning and infrastructure in place. And there's a major challenge because after the kind of crash and with austerity, there was a big gap in building and infrastructure. But there's a really big uh, challenge and a balancing act in that usually to do the building and infrastructure, you need workers but the workers need somewhere to live. So you're kind of in this in this catch-22 that you really need to, to plan for and, and, and plan around. And as we're seeing, it's a catch-22 that it's difficult to, uh, to get out of and get around. But thanks for that fascinating look at, at the figures. Kira Murphy, Policy Officer at the European Migration Network Ireland in the ESRI. Thank you very much for joining us on the programme.